legacy I don't care if they remember me Only Jesus Welcome again to another broadcast. I am DreamWalker1960. I remind you again that you can read the podcast at DreamWalker1960.com Today, I will take a different tact. As I have established in the first lesson I did in these podcasts, the four-part series, Who Are the Lukewarm? Our salvation is not guaranteed. If this bothers you, please refer to those podcasts and review and study the Bible verses that are shown within that series. Due to the foundation I established in that series, I felt led to the teaching that we are about to address now. As I was studying 1 Thessalonians once again, I was struck just how distressed Paul was over those within Thessalonica that had come to accept Jesus as their Savior. Why be so upset over them? Why worry? This is why. 1 Thessalonians 3.7 So we have become encouraged in the midst of our troubles and sufferings, dear brothers and sisters, because you have remained strong in your faith. The words, because you have remained strong in your faith. Why such worry over these people who accepted Jesus as their Savior? They're saved. They are children of God. They are Christians. They're fine now. They are blessed for all eternity. Why did I make those statements? This is the mentality throughout those that live within what is called the Christian church, en masse throughout the world, in most churches. These people were saved. They were born again to a new spirit through the filling of the Holy Spirit unto them, as established in 1 Thessalonians 4.8. Yet early in this chapter, Paul says this, God's will is for you to be holy, so stay away from all sexual sin. Then each of you will control his own body and will live in holiness and honor, not in lustful passion like the pagans, who do not know God and his ways, never harm or cheat a fellow believer in this manner by violating his wife. For the Lord avenges all such sins, as we have solemnly warned you before. God has called us to live holy lives, not impure lives. Therefore, any who refuse to live by these rules is not disobeying human teachings, but is rejecting God, who gives his Holy Spirit to you. Why do we need to control our own bodies? As I have established, we are an active member in this relationship we have with God through his Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. If we do not do our part in the relationship, then we will fall into the realm of the lukewarm, and thus, in time, lose our salvation. Again, if you wish to challenge this, Please listen to the first lessons in these podcasts. Now, we come to the main topic of today's podcast. Jude 1, verses 3 through 4. Dear friends, I have been eagerly planning to write to you about the salvation we all share. But now I find that I must 
write about something else, urging you to defend the faith that God has entrusted once for all time to his holy people. I say this because ungodly people have wormed their way into the churches, saying that God's marvelous grace allows us to live immoral lives. This condemnation of such people was recorded long ago, for they have denied our only Master and Lord, Jesus Christ. Now let's look at this in the King James Version of verse 3. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you, and exhort you that you should earnestly content for the faith which was once delivered unto all saints. Now the phrase that you should all earnestly contend is from the Greek, and it is one word that means to struggle for, and that comes from Strong's. Struggle is to experience difficulty and make a very great effort in order to do something, and that comes from Cambridge Dictionary. We are to make a great effort to keep our salvation. This fortifies that our salvation is not guaranteed and something that we must labor to keep. You just can't say, I have accepted Jesus as my Savior, then go about your life the same as you did before asking Jesus to be your Savior. To be honest, odds are in favor you actually weren't saved. Why do I say that? I was an expert at lying. I could tell the best, most complex lies, and you would actually believe that I was telling you the truth. When I accepted Jesus as my Savior, I was in a Pentecostal church during a revival. I actually felt a tingling sensation that started at the tip of my head and slowly proceeded through my body all the way to my toes. I was filled with the Holy Spirit. I know without any doubt or question of this. One way I knew after that, I couldn't tell the massive lies I used to. It just wasn't even in me to try. There were other external confirmations. One, the person I knew myself to be before I hit puberty returned. The anger and the temper that was in me was not totally gone, but diminished to a level that it became extremely hard to provoke me. I became a new person. If someone asks Jesus to be their savior, and yet they go about acting exactly the same, what evidence is there of their change? There is none. Then, are they truly saved? That is not for me to say. Paul did say this about transformation. 1 Timothy 1, 15-16 This is a trustworthy saying, and everyone should accept it. Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners, and I am the worst of them all. But God had mercy on me so that Jesus Christ could use me as a prime example of his great patience with even the worst sinners. Then others will realize that they too can believe in him and receive eternal life. Both Paul and I changed from one being to another. Then if you changed, you were saved. At that point, 
you should have been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, not the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, Jesus. Does this forfeit your salvation? No. However, it does weaken you and open you up into falling into a lukewarm existence. What are your priorities? Do you seek after a house? Do you seek after wealth? Do you seek after worldly things, items, and people's attentions? Do you seek after knowledge from the Bible? Do you seek after a better relationship with God through His Son, Lord Jesus Christ? Has your empathy increased or even come into existence? Do you have a desire to find a way to serve God in some form or manner? Do you see the difference in these two paragraphs? My thirst for knowledge for the Bible amplified. My desire to know God better and to understand Him became something that drove me at times. Yes, I had my ups and downs. Why this happened was because I was doing mainly all of this on my own. I had no elder teaching me. It was all alone. I stumbled and I failed and then I got up again and I tried again. My entire reason I started these podcasts was to help those that have become the lukewarm. For I was lukewarm. I know without any doubt that I came extremely close to losing my salvation. I know that I was being pulled into the dark pit of darkness I once dreamt about. In this pit, as I fell and fell within it, was that there were those that believed they were Christian, yet they were falling in the darkness as I was, falling, falling toward an ever-moving mass within a dull reddish light below me that became barely visible only after I had been falling for some time. When I landed, some time later, I was surrounded by naked people, all miserable and aware that they had fallen for the lies given to them by the king of liars. I never want anyone to experience that as a reality. For once it happens to someone, their best hope is to get past the great white throne judgment. But don't get your hopes up as was stated here. Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name, and we cast out demons in your name, and performed many miracles in your name. But I replied, I never knew you. Get away from me, ye who break God's laws. That's Matthew 7, 21-23. May God bless you. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the lie that it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. Jesus is the only name to remember. 